normally save the fan for drag videos, but it's kind of hot in my bedroom, so this is more out of necessity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just slight issue. Because for some reason, it's still 80 freaking degrees in Arizona in the middle of October. Anyway, welcome <laughs> to The Cup, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the T in reality, and you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. It has been a minute since I did that intro and I almost forgot most of it. Um, <laughs> it's been a couple weeks since I've done an intro. Um, I'm Logan Murphy, oh. I say something gay. Gay, here drinking the remnants of my coffee because we've been talking for about an hour before we started recording. Uh, so most of the coffee's gone. Um, but we are repping, for some reason, the state of Michigan. We are doing it for Taylor Hale, period. Sure, absolutely. Yes, that's the reason. Are, are, there any people, I was like, are there any people from Michigan on this season of Survivor? I don't remember. Don't really care. It's all about Taylor Hale at this it's point in this moment. She is the moment. She is the life. She is, she is the it girl. She is that girl. So, yes, we're repping Taylor for period. Michigan, period. And is that all you have to say? Yeah. Oh, cool. Well then, let me jump in there. Hey y'all, I am Lana, your resident diva, here to give you all the tea, because I love some tea. Give you the tea, spill the tea, and you know what? If you have some tea, you know what to do. Slide in my DMs to tell me the tea, because I, I will report it back to, to the masses if you report it to me. So, I am here, and like I said, Taylor Hale's that girl, period. I'm going to keep saying it, because she is that girl. Um, Yeah, and... That's all. Oh, I'm drinking water because I don't like coffee and I know it's early and I should be having caffeine and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Maybe some tea would have been good, but I'm too lazy to make the tea. So water it is. Yeah. Uh, and hi, my name is Jack. I use any pronouns. So as long as you're respectful, use what you wish. Uh, I am a game designer, college student, Twitch streamer. Um, Overall mess. <laughs> me, um, and, me. and I was drinking coffee, but uh <laughs> god damn it, there was still a little bit in there. I'm repping Macy's for some reason. I don't they have a currency, I think. I don't know. Uh, look, but your cup looks like his cup. Is that blue? Uh, it is blue, but it changes based on heat, which is why it's partially white. See, oh. I, I still feel like we're representing Michigan right now, and Jack is doing it too. My label is blue. Taylor Hale, you are that girl, period. Exactly. We're all repping Taylor Hale, and this was definitely planned beforehand. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's what we Taylor. do. Taylor, aha, uh -huh. in, a, in a season that doesn't feature her, but you know what? Everything features her. Is that, wait, um, everything features is that a blue fan? It Ooh. sure is. Oh, see, like I'm saying. Wait a minute. Do I have blue lights? Oh, interesting. I mean, I'm just. Do I have a blue cup down here? Mm -hmm. Okay. Am I about to change my ring light to blue? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Taylor, it's all if you, it's if all you ever see this, just yeah. know we're repping you. On well, even, was, if it's not, even if we're not talking about you, we're repping you. I was going to mm -hmm. say, of the two other. Um, in the CBS trifecta, I think the only person actively that we're talking about that has an affiliation with Michigan is Claire, mm -hmm. right? Survivor, mm -hmm. was it Survivor Michigan? I think so. Is the one she started? I, I think. think so. 
Um, so. mm-hmm. Anyway, Taylor Hale. Um, Taylor Hale. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about Survivor. We're going to talk about Survivor. <laughs> Enough about Taylor for now. I'm sure we'll bring up another, another point. But oh, we're gonna probably. Talk about, we're going to talk about Survivor. And we, we're talking about two episodes because we're behind. Because you know what? Life. Life is what it is. No, they what do you mean, to- Lana? This was 100% calculated because on The Amazing Race, they're doing the mega lag. So we're we not talking about the mega lag. We're that. talking about Survivor right now. See, you, but this you're was totally calculated. This was calculated, though. Oh, because of that and this and this and that and this and the third. Okay. No, well, no, we're no, we were really behind. <laughs> uh, we were a mess. I had work. Everyone had work. It Everyone was, had work. was just a mess. We were, and I, had, I had sickness and sickness that happens. You know, things, uh, things do. But we are back. We are here. And we're talking about Survivor Episode 3 right now. And then we're going to jump into Episode 4. Um, so let's start out. They start off episode three at the Vessi tribe, and Cody and Jesse are celebrating a successful tribal. Um, everything went the way they planned. They got rid of Justine like they wanted. Great. Um, but they voiced concerns about Dwight being upset. Jesse is concerned Dwight might be upset with him, and he might have to sign some divorce papers if Dwight is upset because, of course, that's his survivor wife. Whatever. I- Okay, so what confuses me about this Jesse and Dwight situation, and obviously there's so much we don't see on the show, it doesn't even seem like they're in the same strategic circles, like at all. And so I'm just like, and a lot of it also has to do with what happens in this episode and then also in episode four, but I'm just like, are they even working together? Like, it doesn't, from the perspective that I'm getting from the edited 43-minute television show, it doesn't feel like they're working together at all. I don't think they are. Like, at least not closely enough for it to matter. I think they really are just bringing it up again because it's like, oh, we have to kill that plot line really quick? Uh, Divorce? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just weird because, like, they're talking about, you know, Jesse was concerned with the white was going to be mad at him. And he was like, but it was my vote. He didn't even have a vote. That's what I would understand because I'm like, the white didn't yeah. even have a vote. So why would he be upset with you for claiming your vote? That is your vote. You can do whatever you want to do with your vote. And then Jesse makes a concern that he thinks Noelle is going to come after him. He's thinking after he got rid of her girl, she is definitely going to probably come after him. And he's concerned about that. Then we flip over to Dwight talking to Noel, and Dwight is like, I'm not upset with Jesse. He did what he had to do. It is what it is. I wish we would have talked about it, but, you know, it is what it is. He, he's, but he's a little leery of Jesse now. He's like, that vote was, you know, a little something. He could have talked to me, but he was a little leery. But he wasn't upset. But he's like, but I see how he plays. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's like one of those, I see who you are. Let me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll act accordingly. I know how you play now. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't upset. And then, you know, well, and, and uh, White seemed to bond. And, like, 
Uh, Lana, just so you're aware, you are going we go. really, really in and out. Um, this the uh, oh no uh so uh we love a live technical difficulty god you gotta love it uh but i think we can move on then to baka because mm-hmm. this was actually kind of interesting it it is very much uh, there there they go yeah. Uh, it, it was very much an interestingly split idea where it's like uh, there's Ellie and Janine on one side where they don't trust Gabler at all and they're trying to fish out information, they're, they're trying yeah. to make things work uh, and then there's Sammy and Gabler on the other side and Owen's right in the middle uh, so, yeah. I think having, I don't think Ellie and Janine realized that Sammy was so tied to Gabler. Well, okay, because Ellie in her mind is like, oh, I have the best social relationships in this game. Everyone that I, uh, I'm working with everybody, everybody likes me, but like... I now realize maybe we should get rid of Gabler. And I'm like, maybe you should have realized that episode one. But anyway, um, she's like, I have the best social relationships in the game. I have the best social relationships in the game. If you can't tell, I don't like Ellie. I don't. I don't like her. Yeah. I Not a fan. But um, yeah, it leads I... into, like, I don't, I, A, I don't know if they realized how close Sammy and Gabler are. Two, do they just think Gabler's an idiot? I think they think Gabler's an idiot. And I, I, I don't like think it. they do. To be fair, I don't like Gabler either. But like... Oh, I don't. He's not an idiot. Like, and I was also going to say, do they know what he does for a I don't think he told them. Okay. I, I wasn't... Think, I, think I don't remember. about it, but I don't remember. Uh, and... If he didn't, because I, I just want to double check, uh, because I am uh, not certain myself anymore. Hello, Lana. Welcome back. Uh, oh. uh, yeah, so so the four of them are all talking at this point. And then Sammy just kind of runs off to the side after... Uh, Everyone but Gabler gets together and are like, hey, let's see if Gabler realizes that his idol is still good or not. Yeah. Uh, and Gabler knows, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at this point, I think Sam is just fed up with Ellie and Janine and just tells Gabler... Hey, uh, just so you know, Ellie and Janine went through your bag and checked your idol. Yeah. Uh, which immediately turns Gabler against the women. Which One. I don't blame. I don't blame in that regard because yeah. of how the questioning went later on where it was like, oh my god, you have an idol that's now a souvenir that's so cute. Like, it was obvious babying to a point where it was infuriating to watch. 
And my favorite part of this too is Gabler, and I pulled a direct quote because I wanted to direct quote this. Gabler literally says, um, Ellie is playing all sides and probably other sides. And I'm like, Gabler, honey, what other sides are there to be had? He he's probably playing sides that the that she thinks exist. Uh, metaphorical sides, invisible sides. See, she's playing all of the sides on Baka. <clears throat> And then also all the sides on Coco and Bessie. Literally. <laughs> all at once. It's like, I don't... It's it's <sighs> weird. It's, I, I don't like the way Ellie is playing. It just doesn't feel genuine in any way. But skipping ahead a little bit um, to like what you were talking about, where Ellie suggests a fake idol-making day. I'm like, girl, have you ever watched the show? <laughs> genuinely have you ever watched the show yeah it, it, i was oh. confused i was bewildered i was yeah. shocked um i want to jump back to vessi for a hot second because i put yeah. all of the put all of the different day six sections together um but we also got we got this section with neca but we also got i don't know if you saw the online exclusive clip with uh NECA doing Dwight's hair and they have they're having a whole conversation about black hair. I did not I see that. I so they have a whole conversation and so NECA on the show we see NECA doing Dwight's hair and talking about um her reasons for coming on Survivor um, you know, her her missionary efforts. And I think all of that is lovely and wonderful and great and fantastic. And I still don't really like NECA because of outside things. And also, I just don't think she's a great player, um, objectively looking at her her time on the show. But um, the online exclusive clip that they showed was like the conversation basically right before that, where Dwight is like, I don't let anybody do my hair. I normally like fade it or I pick it out or something. Um, and so he's talking a lot about like six days into Survivor, having enough trust in someone to do his hair is like a really big thing. And I, I wish those kinds of things were shown on the show because that's really important for people that are watching Survivor to see themselves as a part of the game and a, like represented on the show. And we all know CBS has not done a great job with diversity in the past. And so I wish though that kind of conversation, we had a lot of filler in this episode and I just wish that conversation had been included. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it. it uh, I'm I'm actively looking for the clip uh, mm-hmm. just to see if I can find it somewhere. I would assume that the Survivor page posted it. It's on the Survivor YouTube. It's on the Survivor YouTube. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up as we just continue <clears throat> talking through this. Yeah. Oh, and they released Cassante. Fun. Uh, um. But yeah, I, I I just wish that conversation had been had on the show is all. But I wanted I wanted to circle back to that really quickly. Um, yeah. 
We can come to Coco. Um, it's James's. It's James's birthday. Yay! Birthday! Birthday! And so I love that he's just like I. I forget who I think it was. Carla off screen is like, you can do whatever you want on your birthday, and James is like, I'm gonna go look for idols. It's like, I guess. Fuck. Has the game of Survivor become that meta? That, like, people are just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go look for an idol. Like, full, like, Russell Hans level, like, Ben level of just transparency and, like, oh, God. I, it I'm going to go look for an idol. I'm sorry? And then he doesn't end up going look to look for an idol because Carla does. <laughs> and I fucking love this. It's so This whole sequence... So Carla goes off, like, so uh, three people go off to, like, swim in the ocean. James is taking a nap. I don't know what's happening with, I think it was Ryan or Gio was, like, the other person involved. But, like, who knows what's happening with them? Who cares? Carla's like, I'm going to go look for an idol. So she goes. She's looking. She's doing things. She's doing all the things. And then she finds the beware advantage. And she's contemplating, and she's contemplating, and then she puts it back. She puts it back. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame her. I don't blame her at the start because she. we saw the two different approaches to it being Cody and Carla. Cody immediately was like, let me break it open and figure it out. It's like, okay. Um... I get the vibe, but it's a little much. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, well, and then, so uh, this is this is also the difference of um, someone who's watched Survivor, a la Cody, who said he binged a bunch of seasons during quarantine, and someone who's watched Survivor for a long time, a la Carla, because she immediately goes, I know what this is. This is dangerous. I don't know if I want to take it. Mm-hmm. And so she initially puts it back. And then having conversations with James, she kind of floats this idol talk and like the concept of like, if you find something, are you going to open it? And he's like, oh my God, yeah, I would totally do that. So Carla's like, well, crap. I guess I need to go uh, <laughs> need to go get this beware advantage. So she goes to get the beware advantage and it's the same one that Cody has. So she has to get all the beads. Now, my question is, is there one for Baka now? I would assume there is. But they're not a full tribe anymore. That's what I was thinking. So um, what what I assume, like as a guess, is that when when they find it, there's also going to be in the package the remaining beads. Oh, like, so like Mariah's, Mariah's bead will be in there. So Mariah's bead and any other player who manages to be voted out, their bead is also going to be in there. For mm-hmm. when it is eventually found. Because imagine imagine the thought process, and honestly, I wouldn't put this past Survivor, but we'll imagine the game process of like, 
oh, uh, if your tribe ever gets voted out, the idol also disappears and you can no longer ever get it. That, yeah, that doesn't make sense. It, it is interesting though. Um, well, like it doesn't, it hasn't popped up for Baka in four episodes. And so that's where I'm like, are we going to see the beware advantage on the part of Baka happen? Um, I, I assume it's going to happen later on because didn't, didn't someone, I'm, I, I think they showed it early in the season, like maybe during episode one or episode two of someone nearly finding it. I don't remember who it was, I but I know been, some, I thought it was Owen. It might've been, Oh, it, Oh, it was definitely Owen nearly finding it. Yeah. So what I assume happens with that is anytime someone is voted out, uh, their production tells them there might be something by the water well for them, and when they right. get there, they get their bead. Because otherwise, you would be screwed the minute you have to go to tribal and you can't achieve it. And that right. sounds wrong from a gameplay perspective. I agree with you completely. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I hope that... Um... I hope that we do end up seeing it from someone I like on Baka. So Owen, Janine, Sammy. That's all. Um, but let's see here. Where are we at? Oh, let's go to the immunity challenge, shall we? Uh, we didn't actually finish the talk on... Oh, did we uh, not? Yeah, so no, Car we didn't. So Carla gets all the beads. And the way she gets all the beads is incredibly impressive. She's like, oh, yeah, I just want to build a uh, a bracelet for my wife. And I'm like, Because it's also going to be her birthday. Period. Which, Even once her again, incredibly smart way to play this. Uh, because it is the ex it's basically the exact same method that, uh, that uh, Cody used. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, there, there's another meaning behind it, and he's just yeah. tying it naturally into what happened. Yeah. And I, there was so much pride in every single part of me when not only did Carla manage to do it, but she did it really, really quickly. Like, there was yeah. no hesitation. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was really happy. The only real like obstacle she faced was Geo. Yeah. Um but super super happy. Carla has a full idol now. So we have two full idols in the game and a couple um, advantages. We have two full idols and one one idol on Gabler that expires after his after next his tribal. Next tribal. Lana's back. Let's see how long this lasts, but continue. Go ahead. Lana's back. Lana, uh, Lana had to catch the boat to Vessi really quick. Oh, yeah. She's got to go uh, put everybody in their place. Um, yeah. But, yeah, immunity challenge. Immunity challenge. It's a good old, you gotta jump through the ocean, you gotta do the obstacles, you gotta dive to get the keys, 
and then you have to make a puzzle. Oh, God. We, we see these kind of challenges every season. We so. see these kind of challenges every season, and... We've seen these kind of challenges every challenge, this challenge. Like, yeah, how many puzzles true. are we going to do? That's my thing. I mean... Every tribal challenge. What do you mean, Lana? I mean, they, they do kind of have a formula for the challenges where it is uh, obstacle course or some kind of dexterity challenge. And then once you get to the end of it, puzzle or dexterity challenge. Like yeah. there, there isn't a change, and that's been pretty consistent. Um, oh my god! And then first two tribes, one immunity, as well as large and small toolkits and food platters, respectively. While the losing tribe had to forfeit flint. Now, I just want to—I want to shout out. I want to talk about, and I want to highlight Noel in this challenge. Because her entire tribe this whole time has been, but is she strong? But can she carry her weight? Yes, I'm looking at you, Cody and Jesse. Um, and it's all because she's missing half a leg? Like, that's going to stop you from doing anything. I, and she's a Paralympian. Like, yeah, I, I don't do not think a Paralympian is somebody who can carry their own weight and actually be strong. You can't just be in the, in the Olympics for anything and and have no strength, no uh, capability to do things. And yes, she has half a leg, but she's a Paralympian. That means she trains, she works, she can do things. You don't need to have all of your limbs to swim. You don't need to have all of your limbs to do everything on Survivor. Sure, it's helpful, but I love the fact that she is proving all of these people wrong, that you can be strong and still do what you need to do and have and have lost a limb. Yeah. The only way that it makes sense is that she didn't tell them it was a, she was a Paralympian. That is the only way everything makes sense. But and she even told then it doesn't them. But she yeah. told them like they know she's a Paralympian. Like you said, if they didn't know that and she never said anything about it, then okay, you question. Uh, you wonder. Yes. You don't understand. But you know for sure she's a Paralympian. What are we questioning? If anybody told me they are Olympian of any sort, I'm like, oh, okay, this person, they are dedicated, they are trained, they are... They know what they're doing. They yeah. know what they're doing. Well, and we hear a little bit more of her story later when they go on the journey, but she's the sixth fastest Paralympian in the world currently in the 100 meter. Now, I love me some Olympics. Let me make that very clear. I'm a big fan of the Olympics. At some point in the near future, there might be a chance that we turn into an Olympics podcast. Because, like, <laughs> when the next one comes around, Lana. The, oh, you don't have to worry about me. I am all about the Olympics. I will watch every, yeah. I will Look, watch every single event. <laughs> if we are around in 2028, I might be we in will LA. Be. We will I be. Might, then if we're around in 2028, I might be in LA podcasting from the Olympics because I want to go that day. Period. <laughs> um but yeah so she like sixth in the world 
and she is the fastest American woman, uh, a, a, a Paralympic American woman in the 100 meters. That's not something to shy about. That's not like... That's Do incredible. we all know who does the 100 meters in these Olympics? That's like Usain Bolt. That's like uh, Flojo. That's yeah. like Michael... Uh, like... I'm These, trying to think of the modern. I'm trying to think of the modern hundred meter, and I can only think of like two four. I mean, think of all the Jamaicans from who who swept the Olympics. Like those are the people who are doing the hundred meters. You don't just get six in the world by being no uh, a Rudy Pooh. Like you have to yeah. be amazing. And this yeah. woman is six in the world, and she's nineteen years old or twenty. 21? 21? Like, she... No, she, she has to be old. I think she's graduated college. I mean, but she did it when she was 19. Uh, oh, she's currently 25. But she did it when she was 19. Oh, yeah. period, yeah. That's the thing. She was in the Olympics and stuff when she was 19, 20. Like, come on, people. Like, get off. Okay, but let's move yeah. on, because, yeah, I don't know how long my Wi-Fi is going to hold up. <laughs> Valid. Yeah. Um... It, my God, it was bad. But yeah, yeah, so we do the immunity challenge, and everybody is doing their thing. They're jumping off the things. They're swimming, getting their keys, and it starts off with um, um, Baca is killing it. They starting off. They rolling through. Um, Coco is killing it. They rolling through. Vessi is starting off killing it. They rolling. Everybody, Bessie was in the lead for a good minute. It was, it was, it was crazy. very even through to the public. Very even kill throughout. Noelle jumped in with her. She took that leg off, and I was like, girl, you better do it. You better show these people. And she jumped off that thing, swam, got that key. The way she hopped up on them boxes to get to the, I was like, okay, okay. You better. You better. It's not that I wasn't rooting for her before, but after these two episodes, she has skyrocketed in my like favorites like she is up there in my fa- like my core favorites like i'm very much so rooting for her but it get there and they are rolling everybody's pretty even throughout until we get to the puzzle bessie gets to the puzzle first and they're working on their puzzle baka's right behind coco's right behind and for some reason it's neka and jesse on this puzzle for bessie um, they can't do it. They can't. They they can't. Neca is looking all over at every other tribe, trying to figure out how to put this piece. It was a turtle puzzle, people. They couldn't put the turtle puzzle together, uh, and it was bad. It was it was yeah. painful. If we thought last week the the episode before was painful when ne- Neca was sitting on that cage, oh. not helping with the snake and just acting like oh, this was even worse because this you didn't even bad. have to do anything physical. You just had to put the puzzle together, and you just oh my god, oh my god! I've never seen anything so bad. In all of my days, <laughs> it is. Oh my god! It was bad. It was bad. I I just I just went. 
it's it's gonna be NECA's turn to go. There's it, no way she's getting around that. It needed to be NECA's turn to go at that point. I was like, it needed to be NECA's turn to go last week. But mm-hmm. okay. It's like it but. went it went from like a okay, this is like eighty percent that NECA's gonna go last week to okay, we're at 160, right? Like NECA's gone. The only way she isn't at this point is if she gets like some weird advantage that does it. If she's like, hey Cody, I helped you find these I helped you get these beads. Now save me. Like that's honestly the only the only universe. But so if you couldn't if you couldn't tell by uh by our yeah. talking, Baka wins, and then also Coco wins. Coco wins. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they win, and they get to choose people to go on a journey. And so they choose Noel, James, and Owen. They all yeah. get to go on their journey. Yep. Um, so this is where we hear we get Noel's flashback, which I makes me feel great because you know what? She got a flashback. She's gonna be around for a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, everyone, no one that's gotten a flashback so far has been eliminated. Gotten a flashback? No. Oh wait, no, that's a lie. After episode, yeah, four. that's a lie because literally, some the person who goes home this week gets a flashback. Well, not that's a flashback. Gets a backstory. Gets a back. It gets a backstory. That's what I mean. Yeah. Because wow. people get a backstory. Also got a backstory. Got a backstory. Yeah. I mean, at this point, let's be real. It was very obvious from the edit, edit of the episode who went home. Yeah. So at this point, we're very much just recapping it up to that point. Yeah, we yeah. knew who was going home because they literally came back to camp. Was like, it has to be Neca. <laughs> it yeah. has to. Like, like every, yeah. everyone just kind of looked around and were like. It's Neko, right? Oh no, right? Okay, yeah, okay. We're on the same page. Good. Uh, because I was still worried. I'm gonna be honest. I was still a little worried. I uh, mean, this is the only part that I wasn't worried because I knew it was gonna happen. But everybody was very emotionally attached to Neko. Neko was very strong socially. Everybody loved Neko, which I can understand. She's a sweet woman. She has a very good heart. She has a very good story, you know. And so emotionally, Cody and Jesse were very close to NECA and they liked her. Like Jesse considered her like his mom. And he reminded her, she reminded him a lot of his mom. And he was like battling back and forth. Like, if I vote this woman out, I'm voting out my mom. Cody uh, made a strong alliance with her at the beginning. So they were very strong and tight. And it's like, as as much as this is a game and we like to be game bots in these games, you start caring about people when you're stuck on an island all day with these same people and you're talking and getting their story and knowing their personal history and knowing who they are and their heart to their core. And it's like, yeah, it's only nine days, but nine days when you're spending 24 hours a day with this person and you're knowing all of this stuff about this person y'all talking, you get to know this person and you get to care about them. And it's like, oh. And oh. Neca even says that tribal. She says a really horrible decision regardless. And she took um, accountability for her actions. So, she knew she messed up. Yeah. 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 I, I think, um, I jumping think back to the jerk, very much accepted oh, it. 
yeah. He just yeah. was like, uh, jumping yeah, back to no, the... I understand. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> um, jumping back to the journey really, really quick. Um, so we have uh, Noel, James, and Owen. Um, we get Noel's story here, which we kind of already talked about. But Noel is very open about being like, hey, I was at the bottom of my last vote. So uh, this could be a three. And I hope all three of them make merge. This is a fun group that I really like together. Yeah. Mostly because I really like all three of these people. <laughs> note, side note, I really do like those three together. And hopefully they do make it. But I'm, I know I'm jumping a little bit. I don't think they will appreciate it, the move that was made. Because they were like, a little later, yeah. let's get some strong, she's going to get some strong people out. And she that's what she promised. Like, I'm going to go out and get the strong folks out. And their faces when they come, when we see on the next yeah. episode, lets yeah. me realize maybe they don't agree with what she did. But it really. I yeah. mean, and what we just talked about as well, NECA was very strong socially. And that's not a dynamic that either of the other two tribes is going to be privy to until mm -hmm. they're like, Noel, what's tea? Like, what happened there? To which she can be like, she was in with every single person. Like, everyone loved her, and that's why she needed to go. Because those kinds of players down the line are dangerous. Um... But so they have the same decision that uh, Gabler. Oh God, I forget who else went on that one. Gabler Dwight, Dwight and um, Jenny. No, uh, Cassidy. Uh uh, it wasn't Cassidy. It was Gabler Dwight. Dwight. Was... What are we? We don't. Who the hell went on? Who the hell went on that journey? Carla. Oh, it Carla. was Carla. It was Carla. Um, uh, the the same as the original or the uh, the first one. And Noelle's like, I'm happy to establish some trust here. I think I need this tonight. So if y'all want to give it to me, that'd be great. And they do. And I really, I was like, this is great. A lovely, lovely show of uh, of trust. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just—it was a lovely, lovely moment. But um, we we later find out when we're back at camp. Um, Noel has a steal a vote advantage, and she gets back and she's like, "Y'all can look through my bag. Y'all can do whatever, whatever. I didn't risk my vote because she's hiding." Her advantage in her foot shell. I fucking love this. I love this I so love much. It so much. This makes me so happy. <laughs> I'm just like, I just. And she's it's like, so she's like, and before they go to tribal, she's like, I'm not ready to go home. I have plenty more leg jokes. I have more than I want to. <laughs> and I'm just like, I love that she has such a bright sense of humor about this situation that otherwise could be very dark. Um, she has my kind of sense of humor as well, and I think that's why I like her. Um, <laughs> but... She has that humor of like, yeah, no, this was horrible. 
it's been it, long enough that I can joke about it and make yeah. the most morbid jokes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we go to Tribal. Nothing major happens at Tribal. They're talking about having to get rid of a person. And then they do get rid of a person. And it's NECA. She goes out on a four to one vote, which is yeah. it just makes sense. It it was it was time. It was definitely time. And I think she knew it. And it was kind of like no hard feelings. She didn't go out upset. She wasn't she didn't feel betrayed by anybody. It was just like, I get it. Unlike the next person eliminated, and we'll talk about it. But um it is incredibly unfortunate that three women of color and the only two black women in the game are voted out in the first three episodes. It it does feel really, really bad. I mean, like one of them, one of them deserved to go. Makes sense that it was going like Neca. She deserved Neca at that point was like uh, even she accepted that it's definitely my time to go, and I completely understand. I'm still pissed about Mariah. I'm still pissed. Yeah, I'm still pissed about Mariah, and I, I don't think. Justine did anything to help her situation uh, while she was in the game. I, I, I don't like that she was voted out because I think she could have been dangerous down the line, and I would have liked to see that. But she would have been much more useful this week if it was Neca last week and not her that last week. So because they could have put, they probably could have put Justine in the water part of the challenge, put Dwight and Jesse on the puzzle, and maybe they would have won. But. Maybe. Who cares? <laughs> episode four. Yeah. Episode four. You know, episode four. Actually, it really was just it was a lot of nothing for me. It was it was a lot, but then it was nothing. Okay, so everybody said we go, but we start back with Bessie. They come back from tribal. Everybody's a little sad. Then Nika had to go, but they knew. They knew. Like we said, they knew it was best. They were like, we really connected with NECA. We really liked NECA, but she wasn't helping the tribe. Like, our strength was, we needed to build tribe strength. She just was not it. So she had to go. And it is what it is. They felt that way. That was that. Then we go to Baca. Oh, my God. This this was Ah. crazy. So, Gabler... You know what? This is the thing. I understand Gabler in this moment. I understand what he's trying to do. Like, he really wants to be helpful. He's really like, look, it's cold out here. We don't have all the amenities that we need. We don't have blankets or anything. Maybe, maybe a palm frond will give you some kind of warmth. Maybe he was trying to be helpful. I get it. I understand it, but I do understand the frustration of like Sammy and like Ellie. I didn't like how Ellie talked to Gabler. Like that was a a, a, a a continuation from the last episode that I did not like how Ellie talks. To. I don't like how Ellie talks to people anyway. That girl, that woman right there talks to everybody on that tribe like they're children. And I don't like how she does that. I don't like how she moves. I don't like how she operates. I didn't get to talk about it in the last season, the last episode because, you know, 
Wi-Fi. But I don't like that woman. I'm gonna put it out there. I don't like her. I didn't like her from the first week when she turned on Mariah, and it just continued to grow and grow and fester. And I really wanted Baca to go to tribal council and vote her out because I don't like her. But that's neither here nor there. Here we are here. And so I do understand her frustrations with about, okay, I was asleep and you come putting palm fronds on me when I'm sleeping and it's waking me up and it's not helping me. But like, you ain't have to talk to that man that way. That's a grown man. Yeah. That's an old, he is older than you. He's a grown man. You don't talk to nobody like, but I was asleep. But I was asleep. And I might know it. I, it, it, I just didn't like it. But I, Gabler, I understand what you're trying to do, but it's just ask, just yeah, ask. just ask. Like, hey, do you want to don't do this in like, the middle of the night? Right. <laughs> don't too. don't wake people up to do it. Just be like, hey, my, you know? mm-hmm. my favorite part of this whole thing is just Sam's confusion. <laughs> uh, like he is just like, wait. What? Why is there? Why is there a palm frond on me? Was this put on me? (laughs) Like that casual, like what the fuck is going on? Literally, like there were there was a problem. There was probably a what the fuck that they couldn't show, but like that's exactly how I would be. Um, Yeah, I just the confusion here was was really fun. Um, Lana, yeah. I did want to. I did want to point out something else. We, while your Wi-Fi was down, we talked about it. Did you see the clip online of Neca doing Dwight's hair from episode three? Yes. Yes. It, I was gonna give you the opportunity. I forgot to do it earlier when you jumped back on. Um, I was just gonna, as you know, hi, Jack and I are not black, and you are. So I didn't know if you had any um, anything you wanted to discuss with that. I mean, it was it was nice to see. It, it just was very comforting to see um, someone because, heck, I used to be that person. I used to be sitting in, on the floor in between my mom's legs and she would be doing my hair. It's a, it's a cultural thing. We lo- it's, And that's where you get a lot of comfort and conversation when you're getting your hair done. That is a huge part of the community is you get your hair done, you talk to your barber or your beautician and y'all have these gossip fests, you talk... We spend hours in the beauty salon getting our hair done. And our beautician is like some of your best friends because you talk all the time. And it's like they're doing something to make you feel good about yourself. So, And then a mother's son, that's what it looked like. She's braiding his yeah. hair. She's, you know, parting it and, and twisting it. I love that. It was a good moment to watch. It was it was just a feel-good, nice moment. And, you know, the white look good with his little braids. It was his his twist out. It was nice. All I said is I wish they'd shown it on the actual show instead of leaving it as an online clip. It was on the show. Well, so we see so we see it happening when Neck is talking about her missionary trip. Mm -hmm. There was an online clip where Dwight, I don't know if you saw that one, where Dwight is talking about how he like doesn't let anybody do his hair but feeling (sighs) comfortable enough six days in to have Neck do it for him. Oh, I did not see the clip. Yeah, there's oh. a whole, like, it's like the conversation right before NECA talks about her, her like, missionary efforts and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. That's what I had brought up earlier, because I watched that clip, and I was like, I wish this had been shown on the show itself, because last episode was, there was a good amount of filler, and I feel like mm-hmm. that would have been something that would have been really nice to show on the actual show itself. 
Well, then that is a part of the reason why we need production backstage, black uh, production in the, because you're not telling important black stories and because white, I'm sorry, white people don't understand how important uh, hair is for the black culture. They wouldn't think that's an important piece to put into the show even as a filler piece they think oh this is a filler piece to see cody jumping off a rock that's a cute filler piece because they understand that that's fun but they don't understand the importance and i get it the white very look black people are very protective about who touches our hair and who does our hair because it's a very important thing in the culture like that is how um little history a lot of uh hairstyles that you see with the braids and things were how slaves got directions to underground railroad to underground to places of safe haven how we transported food from the fields and so those braids are ways that was something that was very important to our culture and so now that we don't have to have those kind of things the braids are just expressions of culture, different expressions of where people are from, different expressions of how people like to, you know, show themselves. And so you don't trust everybody to touch your hair. You do find your your person. You do find that person who you feel comfortable enough to fix it and twist it and do whatever they got to do because it's so important. And so the fact that he felt that he was comfortable with Netta after six days of knowing her to do that is a huge thing. And that is another reason why her social game was off the charts. And I understand why, you know, people would later on down the road, she would have been one of those dangerous players because everybody would have liked her. Everybody would have felt comfortable with her. And then when you feel comfortable with somebody in a game like this and you like them, you that's the hardest part to vote them out. And she could have floated all the way to the end. Even if she, yeah. if she was just a little bit better in competitions, she could have floated her way to the end yeah. because she felt com- everybody felt comfortable with Netta. So yeah, that was a very important piece. I'm glad you told me about it because I didn't see it. I'm gonna go look for that. But it's, um, on the, it's on the Survivor YouTube. I don't, um, Jack. I don't know if you if you ended up, find, if you ended up I'm finding. I'm trying it. to find it. Uh, I. I'll, I'm I'll, when we post the video, I'll link it below as okay. well. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, that's a very good. I'm glad you told me about that because that is a very important piece of information. And like I said, this is the part of where we need people of color behind the scenes as well as on in front of this camera because you got to equally tell everybody's story. And that was a very important piece that they probably didn't think was important. And it's nothing against the people behind this in the editing; they just don't know, and you don't know what you don't know. And in that aspect, they just didn't know how important that is. But to the black community, that is very important to have somebody you trust to trust to touch your hair. Yeah. That's why that's why white people, we don't want y'all touching our hair. Please, in all honesty, don't go up to white black black people and touch their hair. That's the PSA. Don't don't ask if you see an afro, be like, oh, can I touch it? No. 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 Even if they say yes, they really don't want you to, but they feel obligated to say yes because they don't want to be a few of that. So PSA, don't touch black people's hair. Thank you. Yes. Let's yes. talk about Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to Survivor. But yeah. Uh, so we, we're, we're, we're at the reward. 
date yeah. reward well, challenge. Wait, I was like, oh, is this immunity and reward already? What's happening? But then I was like, oh no, this has got to be just reward. But, no, okay. For some reason, we got two challenges this episode cool. because there really was not much else to show. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are knocking sandbags off of ledges to find a key. Um, you have to pull some puzzle pieces under a net, cargo net, and then, or no, no, I'm mixing the two challenges. No, you're right. You're right. No, no, no. It's, so it, no, uh, so this, oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. You're right, you're right. Yes, they okay. throw the things. Throw and- the things, and then you walk across on the blocks, and, and then blocks. the other three people throw the sandbags onto the hanging discs. I have... Uh, I have notes in front of me. Me too. And I should have remembered. But it's, it's okay. Fine. But that's fine. Um, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Absolutely fine. So it's it starts fine. off with Ryan, uh, Sammy, and Cody. And Cody. And they are throwing those bags to knock off those blocks. Cody is killing it at the beginning. And Sammy is slaying it at the beginning. Ryan, not so much at the beginning. He's doing good enough. He's doing good enough. But, you know... Cody gets all his down first. He's kicking those blocks, trying to get across the thing. Sammy is right behind him, and he's kicking those blocks. Ryan eventually gets it all down, and he's kicking those blocks. Then they're coming across the sand. They kick the blocks. Once he get across, then other people can go and take the puzzle pieces up. Or they have to no, they have to put it in a square. That's the first part. No, nope, that's the immunity challenge. Oh, see, I'm getting it wrong. Oops. Nope. Yep, this you're is, right. So the guys then have to walk across this, like, sand pit on the block, like, using the blocks as, like, it's basically the floor is lava. Right. That's what, that. We're playing the floor is lava. And then the other three people at the end have to throw the sandbag on. Oh, yeah. That's the part. Oh, yeah. Throw the yeah. sandbag on the thing. Yeah. Perfect. We so, just really want to talk about the immunity challenge. Right. It's really immunity challenge. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So... Uh, Vessie goes and they're doing it like um, uh, Noelle first throws hers is on there and then um, uh, who's the other person? Uh, Jesse. He throws it. It's on there. Bam. The white throws his having a little trouble. We're taking a little time. Little time. But by that time Baca is there. Janine is throwing it. She's getting it and 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 um, Gabler is throwing it and he's getting it. And then, you know, finally, Coco catches up. Yeah. they finally catch up and they doing it. And they, after all of that, Vessi, the white throws is bam, lands it. Vessi finally wins the challenge and they look good doing it. So it proves getting rid of NECA was probably the best choice for them because they put a fire under them and they yeah. win the challenge and they get 10 fish. And they get to steal something from the other tribe. Yeah. Now, Bessie's like, hold on. Hold on, Jeff. We still don't have fire. We don't have fire. Yeah. So what are we going to do with this fish? We get 10 fish that we can't yeah. cook. And Cody's like, we can eat it raw. And Seth Noel is like, oh. <laughs> wrong raw fish are you kidding me no try again and he's like what you don't like sushi she's like absolutely not absolutely not we're not doing that and i'm not like, in this contact no and i'm like in the well 
I feel you so ho. I am not going to cut open a raw fish and just start eating it. That's not. Yeah. No, no. Uh, <laughs> comparing sushi to just eating a raw fish that you fish, for, uh, that you just get. Right. Mm -mm. A little bit of a choice. Not even one that you fished yourself. Just right. you were given. I mean, because let's be honest, y'all. Sushi is not just cut open a fish and put it on a the plate. They have oh, to no. marinate that stuff and then they they do stuff to it to manipulate it to be decent enough to eat. They don't just cut open that fish and slap it on a plate. So, him just busting that fish open and talking about, I'm going to eat it. Uh, no. Noel was like, not in this world, not in this lifetime, not for me. No, thank you. And I was like, I feel you, honey. I, I wouldn't yeah. do it either. So, they decide to trade their um, fish for another challenge, which they got the fruit and the tools, which I was like, super now, smart. Now, here's the question, because Jeff, they were like, can we do that, Jeff? And he was mm -hmm. like, yeah, you yeah. can trade for any of the previous rewards. Has mm -hmm. this always been a survivor um, policy? I think recently, I think recently they decided that you can trade for. I, I like, want to say new point, but like 40, starting with 41. 41. Yeah. They could start trading their prizes, their wins for previous yeah. stuff. I liked it. I was like, sure, we love it. I mean, it makes, it, it slightly makes sense. I, I assume they have other ways of doing it. And realistically, they're just taking stuff from the production campsite and oh, yeah. giving it to them. So I mean I mean they can probably do it like oh okay yeah uh so uh the next tribe asked for like uh asked to go back reward and get the 10 fish can you just like fish up 10 fish really quick and deliver it to them cool got you right I mean, yeah. it's it's not that hard I think and I think uh it was smart because they didn't have fire so those fish would be useless to them at this point and then they took the right like the right um, comp, uh, reward. reward. I think getting the fruit and the tools. You got food and you got the stuff to help you with your camp and all that stuff. So I think it was the best one to take, and they took that. So I was very much happy with that. So now <laughs> they have to decide who they're going to steal from, and who's going to go do the stealing. So this is the part that was funny <laughs> to me. This is the part that cracked me up. And I, I, I'm, I'm, we're going to spend a minute talking about this because Please, this was, I loved this moment. This moment was the moment for me. So they go back and they're talking about who they want to, what they want to steal, who they want to steal from. So they're like, "Do we go to Baca? They have the best stuff. They won most of the rewards, so they have the bigger fishing gear. They have the bigger." Fruit. They have the biggest everything. So we could steal from Baca or we could go to Coco because they might not have the big and bigger stuff, but they have more people on their tribe. And if we can knock them down a little bit and take most of, you know, something useful to them, it'd be great. This is where Cody shined for me. Okay. Yeah. This man showed why he's a salesman. He was like, I want to take their machete. And they were like, absolutely not. We can't take somebody's machete. Why would we do that? That's rude. That's wrong. He was like, is it savage? 
Yeah, a little bit. But if we're going for the big dogs, we need to take them down. And how do we take them down? By taking their machete. Because they can't cook with anything. They can't cut nothing. They can't get coconuts. They can't do nothing without that machete. So I think, I think we need to take their machete. And the rest of the tribe's like, nah, that's that's too much. That's 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 too much. He was like, all right. All right. Fine, fine, fine. All right. Okay, we'll take the fishing gear. We'll get the fishing gear, but I want to go do it. Let me go do it. Dwight is like, ooh, 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 do we want to send this man to go get fishing to do the bidding for us because we don't know how he's going to act? Is he going to make everybody mad at us? Da da. Ooh, I don't know. He's like, Cody's like, I got this. I could do this. This is what I do. Just let me go. So they agree to let him go. And they choose to go to Coco. Now, the anticipation, the, et- the editing, how they were like, who's coming? Is he going to Baca? Is he going to Coco? What? Ooh, ooh. And we see Bo Tribe like, is that a boat? <laughs> I'm like, yo. A boat? I'm like, yo, we know the beaches are like right there. So you can see the boat coming in from the horizon. But which way is he going? Is he going right or is he going left? So yeah. both of them are like, I see a boat. I see a boat, but he's going. Where's he going? So he ends up going to Coco. This man, <sighs> my ad- admiration for Cody kind of went up a little bit in this moment. He was like, I know what I told the tribe. I'm going for the fishing gear. He walks right to Coco, and they were like, So what do you want? He was like, The machete. And they were like, what? <laughs> I will like, say, um, they they very much compared Cody to being like a kid in a candy store. I oh. think, like, I I would go with a kid in a candy store who has eaten every single piece of candy in that candy store. It. Oh yeah. Oh. I I would compare Cody to a woman in a jewelry shop with her man's black card. And he said, you can go crazy and get anything you want. Like he was in heaven. You dropped him off in Rodeo Drive with a black card and said, you do what you want to do. He was like the machete. And they were like, absolutely not. No, what? What? What what else can we give you? What else can we give you? Palpitations was having. Coco was losing their mind. They were like, not the machete. And they were like, well, well, what if we offer you this food? You all haven't eaten. We can give you food for two days. And he's like, "Mm, two days worth of food is okay. But what happens after those two days are over? Like, they were like, but what do you want? He was like, what about the fishing gear? And they were like, uh, okay, okay. What if we give you the fishing gear and some limes and this food? This man was like, eh, I guess. I guess we'll take that instead of the machete. Okay, all right. You give us that, we'll leave the machete alone. And he, they walked, he walked out with more than what he anticipated going in. And it wasn't until after he was gone that Carla was like, 
we just got played. We just got played because he came in here for one thing and we sent him on his way with so much more than what we he what he asked for. We do not know how to negotiate. I was like, no, y'all are the worst. Y'all are the worst. Yeah. I mean, he literally was just like, give me everything. Okay, so now that I have completely reeled you in, give me still everything, just in a different context. Yep. And that was the smartest thing. <laughs> like, that. this is why, like, Cody has been pissing me off. Just because he's been like so, 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 so extra. I might, he might have pushed the needle back to, you know what? You're okay for now. I think I agree. (laughs) Like, he was like, you're annoying. You're annoying. You're annoying. That's what he was. This one kind of was like, okay, maybe. He's got a level of savvy that is very good for this game. He doesn't have the in-depth game knowledge. And we talked about that a little bit also while your, while your Wi-Fi was down on it. Um, it comparing his experience with the beware advantage to Carla's mm-hmm. where Carla was, Carla weighed all the options because she knew about like what the beware advantage and like mm-hmm. all of that. Cody just dove in. And mm-hmm. so I don't know if, I don't know if he has enough savvy to go far in the game, but I'm very interested by this character. This and I like him more than him. Yeah. The thing with Cody is his strength. Look, if anybody is going to sell elevators and escalators, you have to really sell it. You have, because some people are like, what do I need an elevator for? Or what do I need an escalator for? I just got some steps and you can go up these steps. Especially in Hawaii. Right. So it's like, you really have to sell these things. And not only sell it because it's just a thing to sell, but elevators are not cheap. You really got to negotiate and work with people and figure things out and figure out what they like or what they don't like, yada, 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 to sell these elevators. So he was in his element. He literally walked in there and was like, sure, I'm going to take the one thing I know you want the most so you can offer me everything else you don't feel like you need that we need. And he just took advantage of their naivete, their hunger, their, uh, they just lost their first loss. They don't know how to handle things when they lose because they're not used to losing. And he just took advantage of all of their emotions and took everything. That he asked for nothing and got everything, and that was brilliant in my eyes. It was fun to watch it, it was excited to see it. I know he felt like a rock star getting back to camp. Like, look at what I got! Yep, it was was good. And them just looking back and seeing, like, like they're like, oh my god, you got a lot. What did you do? (laughs) Like a very quick, oh my God, who did you fuck up? And it was like nobody. He really didn't do anything to like piss anybody off. Like 
they piss him off later, but he didn't do anything in this yeah. moment to piss off Coco. It was just like the fact that he came maybe to piss them off, but he just was playing the game and they could do nothing but respect that. It was crazy. I just, I just love the Carla was like, I don't like Cody. I see what he's doing and I don't like him. I'm like, go ahead. Well, I mean, you shouldn't, but he played y'all and you got to respect him. You might not like oh, yeah. him, but this show as hell got to respect him. Yeah. Because he did the doggone thing. So, yeah. now we go to immunity. Now we, now we can talk about the immunity challenge that we've all wanted to talk about this whole time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Tangram sprint? I'm just going to call it the Tangram sprint because it's basically sure. what it was. Yeah. There's a, there, I didn't know this. I wasn't aware. I, I did a deep dive on the uh, Survivor YouTube the other day. They named the challenges. Oh, yeah, no, they do. They never mention it, but they do. No, the challenge is, it's never mentioned. I'm actually kind of curious. I'm going to look up what this challenge was called. Uh, um, no, stew. <laughs> okay. Brain I, stew. No, their, their challenge names very much okay. can make no sense. I like uh, Jack's like, name for it, anyone. Uh, the, the snake oh, okay, one sure. was called Serpent Turf. Which that one? <laughs> that's cute. That one. That's that one cute as hell. Okay, I'll give them that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like yeah, I like Tangram Sprint a little better. I like Tangram <laughs> Sprint. So we're gonna go with Jacks. This Tangram. Uh, so this one, you have to knock off the sandbags to get the keys. Mm-hmm. You gotta unlock the net. Drag your mm-hmm. four giant puzzle pieces under the net. Make a square. Then go up a cargo net and make a triangle. Yes. Now, as someone with extensive experience and knowledge in tangrams, this is my challenge. I would have sucked. I'd be like, I'll work. Uh, I'll run with these pieces, but somebody better put this together. Don't ask me. I'll, I will. I'll be the one. Like I huff it and, and and carry it under the net. Here, throw the piece. Put it together. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna do. I, I'm like, I can't put puzzles together like that, but I can surely. I will have to bust my hump. It'll. I'll probably be dead at the end of it, but I will <laughs> have to do it. Yeah, I will say, it is. It is a very, very nice thing to see, like the actual kind of math behind it. I say is the fucking nerdiest thing I can. Uh, sure. the actual math of turning a triangle into a square Mm -hmm. that is not easy to do so the precision that they had to do in order to make that work is really impressive and also the solutions make sense and i Mm -hmm. think multiple times i don't remember exactly who says it but it's like okay make sure it's all right angles like thank god somebody like it was Mm -hmm. i think it was dwight who was like yeah, uh, let's make sure this is correct. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, good job on him uh, for yeah. knowing how to make a fucking square. Because was, some people definitely didn't. It was crazy. That was like, watching this thing happen was insane. Like, they started out, everybody was right neck and neck. Because all you gotta do is push the sandbags off, grab the keys. Then it got to dragging the pieces under the net. Getting to the first obstacle was putting the square together. That was very interesting to watch. You could see right away who knew what they were doing and who, and who didn't. Did not. And it was very much like 
trial and error for some people. And it was like, okay, I'll put this piece here, put this piece there. And Bessie, the white, like you said, the white was very much like, we got to make sure the angles are correct. We got to make sure, you know, we're putting things, we, we don't want the square to be wrong or, or whatever. So Bessie finishes it first, the square, and then they quickly knock that thing down so can't nobody copy what they're doing. Baca's right behind them, and they put it together, knock it down. Coco's having a little rough parts, but they finally get it, and they get on up the cargo net. Bessie gets up to the cargo net. Now, the triangle showed to be a little bit more challenging for a lot of them than the square, if you agree with me, Jack. Uh, repeat that one more time. My brain partially logged out there for a moment. Yeah, it's okay. I said the, the triangle gave them more issues than the square to me. It looked like they got the square pretty decent time easily, but the triangle was giving, I think, everybody a little bit of a pause. Yeah. Uh, I also think it's because of, uh, I don't know the exact term for it, but basically you're able to see a solution the first time and understand that solution. Mm -hmm. So now when you try and attempt a different solution, your brain is going to say, okay, let's make that first solution. Okay. Let's make that first solution. Like that, that will fuck you up. And it's mm -hmm. very, very well. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, we get this challenge gets into a really, really interesting spot. Mm -hmm. where they start it, it it almost feels like a challenge episode in a way like if that makes sense I, yeah no i i felt that a little bit this felt because, like a challenge you would see on the challenge because of the fact that it is so common on the challenge for them to cheat off each other mm -hmm. oh yeah and and the immediate pushing down of pieces other than the fact that they need to move them that felt very challenge-esque i i appreciated seeing you know once they get to the triangle okay so once they got to the triangle and they finished and were figuring out and bessie ends up finishing first they finish it now they could have left it up they yeah. could have but you know what bessie was like no nah. <laughs> they kicked it down. That was very challenging of them to kick yeah. it down so nobody sees what it is. This is where it got interesting. And this is where a lot of people got upset. But me, personally, I agree with it 100%. I love it. I agree it. with this 100%. So, Vest Noel and Dwight looks over to Baca and starts helping them put the triangle together they want coco to lose which i agree with and understand you got six people still yeah we have both lost people bessie lost two people so yeah. they're like y'all can't go into merge six strong that's insane so they start helping baka to win this challenge so coco could lose and coco was pissed. They were stunned oh, yeah. that uh, Vessi would actually help Baca. I got it. The second they did it, I was like, oop. Oh, yeah. Well, because we saw we saw what happened when a tribe in this new format goes into merge as a full six 
two of the three of them made final tribal council and one of them won. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily the person you would have thought because Erica was on the bottom of that tribe the whole damn time she was there. Mm-hmm. But they the statistics it. are still there. Like um, Deshaun also made final tribal council. So mm-hmm. the odds are good that if, and it again, it's a blue tribe. Just saying. Blue. Blue and one. Blue. Uh-huh. Um, she get? Mm-hmm. Taylor Hill. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it was very interesting and they were upset that the they were like, how dare they che- like help each other? They cheated. I'm like, uh, not really cheating. They were just doing the Lord's work at that point because yeah. y'all were not going to go into Emerge, which, which can happen at any point in time. Whenever Survivor feel like throwing a merge together, they can be yeah. like, "It's merge time," and they go on in six strong. That's very unlike not the best case yeah. scenarios, especially for a Vessi tribe who's down to four members. Yeah, you can't you go compete against the six when you only got four. And yeah. if you get Baca on your side, you bring in their five with your four. You know what I'm saying? That was yeah. an instant connection because that's a bonding moment for Baca and and Vessi. Like y'all helped us out, we yeah. got you. You know, respect. So I thought that was a great play. And so ba- Coco is going to Tribal Council for the very first time. Baca wins the second immunity because of Vessi, and literally it was because of Vessi. Because I still think oh, Baca yeah. would have still been trying to figure that thing out if Vessi oh, yeah. didn't help him. Absolutely. And so yeah. I- I will also say the important note of the second they got rid of NECA, Vessi immediately wins their first two challenges. Mm. Like, not even, like, wins is in safety. No, two first places. That's suspicious. <laughs> it's That's it's like, weird. It's just like, oh, oh and- my god. No, <laughs> this feels horrible, but they were absolutely right. Um, and and can I just say, I also will put this in the atmosphere. Once they got rid of Mariah Baca, only one second place most of the time. Just one time, just saying. Yeah, but okay, they only got the second. And it's also look, and it's because Neca was still on the Vessi tribe that they. Uh Okay, because if if Neca was gone last week, I kind of feel like Baca wouldn't have got that second place. But okay, all right. That's just me, but we 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 move, we move. We yeah, move. we sure do. So they get oh. back to camp. They get oh. back to Coco. Coco. This turns into a disaster. Because this was a train wreck. I've never seen a tribe so messed up. It's not even a tribe. I. It's, it's not even a tribe. It's one. No, it's person. one person. It's but, one uh, person being a fucking mess. But it, it. Wait. But we before we even jump into that mess, we got the first mess. Geo walks into camp, and Geo feels like he is the man. Like Geo was the one who was going to win the challenge for all, if. Vessi wouldn't have helped Baca. Like he was on some horse that was higher than the horse on Beyonce's Renaissance album. Like he was on some horse, baby. Wasn't he was on a horse on top of the challenge? Huh? And he sat out. And he sat out of the challenge. Like, where in what world Uh, do you feel like uh you can talk to people like you talking to them? But GL was like, We're getting rid of Cassidy, and that's what it is. And I'm like, 
What? I don't. And he tells James and he tells Ryan, we get rid of, we get rid of Cassidy. That's what we're going to do. So just fall in what line. What do you think you're going to do with your three votes? Because what if all of the women put their votes on one person? Oh, no. We have Uh-oh. a time. <laughs> but then he goes to Carla and he's like, we're voting for Cassidy. That's just how it is. And she's like, oh. Okay. And Carla just casually turns and is like, cool. Is that so? Carla, let me write that Carla down was like, as you are now my vote already. Sure. Carla was like, oh, is that so? Can no. we pre vote? That's cute. Carla was anyway. like, Carla was like, hmm, can I pre vote right now? I mean, <laughs> really? I mean, I'm glad she didn't. I'm glad she didn't because then. Then. So- Oh my so god! Gio, so G, wait, yeah, I'll go ahead, go ahead. So Gio and Ryan at this point are voting Cassidy, and then the women and James are like, mm, "Let's vote Gio because yeah, of I, obvious reasons." I don't know who Gio think he is. I don't know who Gio think he's talking to, but we're gonna vote out Gio. Then I'm that, gonna try look. to. I'm gonna try to do my best Lindsay impersonation here. So she's like, you know. I just don't understand. I feel like everybody's lying to me because I'm a really big target. Physically, socially, mentally. Why aren't they targeting me? I feel like they're targeting me. And I'm just like, ma'am. Miss, with Miss, all Miss, due respect, ma'am. Miss ma'am. Miss girl. Probably. Please shut up. You Miss were in the majority, Miss, whether Miss you knew it or not. You were Miss, in the majority. You had allies. And then you said, mm, I don't want them. Paranoia. It's like, sure, asking one time, are you sure you guys are good with this? Is this is what actually happening? I think that's a reasonable time to ask. Second time? Maybe a bit too much. Second time, other shut up. <laughs> exactly. If you see other conversations happening with, like, say, a person you're aligned with and your target, Gio. presumably, then I understand, you know, a second check in, maybe a third. But then when you straight up in front of your allies are like, I just think everybody's lying to me. And then Carla's like, well, what do I need to do? to show you, like, genuinely at this point, is, like, what do I need to do to show you that, like, I'm with you and I'm not voting you out? And she's like, I just don't trust anybody. So then James goes off with Lindsay and Lindsay's immediately like, Carla's lying to me. Carla's lying. Lana, go, you go ahead, honey. I mean, no, finish your thought, and then I'll oh, I, it was just, that was honestly the end of my thought at that point, and I was going to move to the next portion of things, but yeah, go ahead. Lindsay, Miss Girl, Miss Ma'am, Miss Mama, you literally was sitting in the conversation with everybody like, we're going to go for Gio. That's it. We're doing Gio. And you literally was like, okay, we're doing Gio. But I think you're doing me. And it's like, what? What did that? But no, because... I see everybody talking. Miss Ma'am, we are on Survivor. Everybody's supposed to talk. Like, that's the thing. And then, 
you sitting there with your alliance and the majority of the alliance, the majority of the people are telling you we're going for Geo. And you're mad that Ryan isn't talking to you? What? I just one I, person. One. One person is not talking to you. One person outside of your alliance is not talking to you. And you're like, why aren't you talking to me? Why aren't you talking to me? And so if you're not talking to me, who else is not talking to me? Everybody's lying. Everybody's lying. Jane literally have to walk you into the woods, basically shake you by the shoulders and say, ma'am, calm down. We got you. You were good. Stop freaking the freak out. And she's like, I just feel like Carlos lying to me. He's like, Lindsay, 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 we got you. That's exhausting. That is exhausting for anybody. And I would be like, you got one time to freak the freak out on me like this. And I have to baby you and coddle you in a game of survivor, in a game where we're all trying to win a million dollars. You got one time to freak out and I have to coddle you. And if you can't come back from that, don't ask me to do it again. Because I don't have the energy to do that. And I think that is what is going on with James. That's definitely what's happening with Carla. Carla was like, we need to flip. We need to flip it right now. And James was like, wait, 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 wait. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. He was, he had the patience of Job. If y'all ever read the word, the Bible, he had the patience of Job with, with Lindsay. He literally was like, talking to an infant, picked her up and said, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down, <laughs> calm down, calm down. Like, who does that? In uh, it, it reminds me of the scene from Airplane oh. where it is literally just like someone freaking out mm -hmm. and there is a line of people telling this woman to just calm down and she doesn't and the line just gets longer and longer and longer and that is every single person in the audience just just viewing this and going please shut up calm down please i I, I know if they weren't going to get put off the show for like physically touching or harming james wanted to slap her like Get your head into the game. Yeah. Like, Lit Carla really probably wanted to just slap her. And I would have been like, on that same point, like, I need yeah. to smack some sense into you because if this wasn't a show for a million dollars, I would have slapped you. Like, girl, if you don't get your life in order and stop it, just stop it. Nobody should be doing that to anybody in Survivor. Nobody should have to coddle somebody like that in Survivor. But Lindsay was freaking out for no reason at all. No reason at all. My and, favorite And she got absolutely bit for it. I was going to say my favorite part of this episode is Carla in confessional being like, you know, dealing with Lindsay is like dealing with that drunk friend that you have <laughs> that says that they can keep drinking, but 
But and they're like, I'm all, I'm good. And they're clearly not. Because I've been the ball won't let them drink. I've anymore. been both of those people, so I know how that is. Yeah. Um yeah, I was just like, oh no, Miss It Mia. was bad. It was a Miss, bad, bad time. Miss Mama. So then we go to tribal, and this woman has the nerve, the cheek, the gall, the audacity, and the gumption to say, well, the people who wanted to talk to me today prioritized talking to me today. Ma'am, this is a person, Ryan, outside of your majority alliance. Why do you care if he talks to you or not? I'm not working with you anyway. So I don't want to talk to you. I don't need to talk to you because the more I get comfortable with you, then I'll be worried about not voting you out. I need to have some kind of distance so I can be comfortable enough to vote you out. Why do you care if this man talks to you? And Ryan is like, I wanted to talk to you, but you didn't want to talk to me. I was trying. I told He literally told her, after I eat this mango, we could talk. And she's like, after the mango, he doesn't want to talk to me. I was just like, girl, or the papaya, whatever they were eating. He was like, after I eat this, we can talk. She just was not. And Ryan is looking at her like, I don't know what you want from me. And this continues to go on throughout the tribal. She's just Miss Paranoid. It was bad. It was. It was bad. And this this is exactly why sometimes you just need to keep a check. Yeah. Because at a certain point, you will get caught. Yeah. And this one right here was definitely uh, what happened. Because they go for the vote. And yeah, it was. It is a 4-1-1. Four one one vote out yeah. for Lindsay to go home, and it... <laughs> to be clear, it is a four one one, four votes for Lindsay. Geocaster, uh, Geocaster's vote for Cassidy. Lindsay casts her yep. vote for Geo, because Geo still needed to go along with the original plan that he put up that no one was following, which. Even his own person, Ryan, did not come through with Cassidy, which should have really, like, Geo just put It should have been the first, second, third, and fourth uh, flag. Yeah. Like, the fact that, yeah, he didn't. It was just, it was bad. It was crazy. It was crazy. But, yeah, Lindsay's voted out 411. And that's what we got. And it's her own fault. It's her own fault. It is. Have we had a season where the first four eliminated people are all women? Uh, No. Uh, And there's there's a fun little statistic that someone pulled up. If a woman goes out next, it is the season with the most women going out back to back. Very sad, very disturbing. As much as I as much as much as I don't like Ellie, please Baka go to tribal and vote out. Vote out Ellie. 
I no, kind of not Gabler. So, I would rather so, Gabler and then Ellie, and that's fine with me. Yeah, uh, at this point, uh, I said I think we said in the beginning of the season that there wasn't anyone that we necessarily dislike. That has changed. That has changed. <laughs> that has changed that is, very, that is very quickly. Changed. Uh, I just, so re- yeah, go for it. I just need Ellie to go out pre-merge, and then I need Carla, Janine. Uh, Cassidy and Noel to come together and merge and create a four strong um, Black Widow Brigade part two, the remix, and then they become the final four. Okay, so something that I'm mean. just noticing now. So Geo Geo is from Hawaii, like that. Uh, that is very clear. Geo. Yeah, at least it says on the wiki here, but I'm not I'm not sure if that's right. Is that right? Uh let I me don't... let me look it back up because I don't uh, remember it... if I'm being honest. Yep. Uh Survivor Wiki there. What the fuck was that? Um I'm not from Hawaii. Never mind. Uh Survivor 43. Because there's an odd note here that I just noticed. Are yeah, somehow, and I haven't noticed this before. Cody and Geo are literally f- both from Honolulu. Yeah, how the fuck? What, yeah, and well, Cody's I originally think... from Idaho, but he lives in Honolulu, yeah, which is just it's so it's so odd because Carla literally talks about this episode as uh Cody is leaving he's like he say I I don't I don't know the sentences uh I don't know the phrases offhand but Carla just goes he's from Hawaii, not- he's from Hawaii but I don't believe that that's it, what she it, said it's like you might be from Hawaii, but I know you're from fucking Idaho. Idaho. She literally says, says, bro, you're from Idaho. Calm down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, yes, Carla. I just, I I don't know. I don't know. That's Survivor. We made it through two episodes. It, it was so much. It was, it was an episode of wanting. It was two episodes of wanting to bang my head directly through my desk. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember what the next time, like what it was primarily about. I know Geo was pissed. That's all I really remember. That's all I remember. Um, and I mean, I could see Geo being a potential target the next time Coco goes to tribal. Uh, mm-hmm. I could see Gabler or Ellie being the target, depending on what Owen feels like on mm-hmm. Baka. And then on Vessi, if they go to tribal. I don't oh know. god. It's just for some reason because Noel's the only woman left on that tribe, I feel like it could easily be Noel. So overall, no, I, I, think it's, I, I was gonna say Noel's gonna steal one of the guys' votes. They're gonna take a shot at either Cody or Jesse. 
Yeah. Oh, that's a very good point. Yeah. And it does have the only way it won't be Cody. We ever talked about. The only thing Cody won't. The only way Cody will be okay is if he uses his idol. So it could be Jesse. Yeah, and uh, just to quickly bring it up, uh, after the immunity challenge, uh, Noel. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to look up the names here. Uh, do 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 do. Uh, where is it? What are we uh, talking about here? Do 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 do. Stop do do do. Tell me. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was it was Noel. Uh, oh, Jesse oh, Owen. it's right here. Uh, it's actually in episode three. Uh, Noel, Jesse, so, and Owen. Uh, Noel, James, and Owen. James and Owen go to the. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. We okay. talked about that. Nope, never mind. I am very tired. Uh, <laughs> okay, and and there actually there actually is a very interesting note here on the wiki. Uh, at least the Wikipedia that directly lists who is going on the next uh, expedition because it was shown in the uh, in the preview. Oh. So, with this lineup, it'll be very, very interesting. Okay. Well, then we have a lot to look forward to in the next episode. So, y'all yep. stick around and find out what we talk about next week on the Survivor. And um, I think we did pretty good to do an hour and a half or two episodes. So, yeah, I am out of that. Yeah, so that's it. That's what we got. Survivor will be back next week. Remember to like, subscribe, and share this content if you are, you know, if you like what we're talking about. We had a little technical difficulties throughout this episode, but it's okay. That's what it happens. We're human beings dealing with computers. So, um, but follow us on our Twitter if you want to know when all the episodes are going to drop, when we want to, when we're going to record things. So at the cup underscore reality on Twitter. If you want to be a part of this, the cup reality podcasting team, feel free to DM us in our Twitter accounts and let us know what shows you're interested in. And if you want to join us on day four show, we would love to have you just send in your requests and we will get back to you as soon as possible. Or if you can't get through to our Twitter, the cup reality on Twitter, you could also get in touch with myself or Logan on our DMS DM us. Jim Leader at Jim Leader Logan or at Lady J78. Tell us what you want to talk about. Yeah, right down there. Tell us what you want to talk about, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll figure it out. We have lots of shows coming up. We've got a lot of content on the way. Oh boy. (laughs) All the drag races, every Dragula's, a lot of stuff is coming uh, out. I think there's about as. An equal amount of drag race content as non drag race drag based yep. content. Yes. Just because of everything. Everything. Along not to, with. Yeah. Not to mention new shows because did we just get called out today about doing the mole? We see you, Willow Pillow. Okay, we're doing the mole. I just have to catch up. <laughs> We're going to do it. I have to catch up. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. I need a way to watch it. We got you. We're going to do it. We just need Uh, to catch up. So thank you, Willow Pillow, for calling us out. We're going to do it. Um, But give us some time. And then there's so many other shows. It's, It's a lot of shows coming down the pipeline. Maybe the challenge. We're not. I'm not going to 
say yes or no, but maybe the challenge. Because yeah. we started Challenge USA and then, you know. Yeah, but, uh, you know, so yeah. we still got a lot of stuff. So if And if there's a show that you want to co- us to cover or you want to join us and be a part of it, let us know. DM us, let us know. And um, that's what it is. Follow Jack the Flop TTV. And if you want to, check out his Twitch channel. Great show uh, content on there. And that's it, you guys. We thank you. Appreciate you so much for joining us. And check us out next week. Bye. Bye. Cheers, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, goodbye.